Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling, too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. I God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Woo! Sorry I'm late. <laughs> I'm exhausted too. Uh, I don't know if I can do a podcast today. No? No, I'm out of gas. No more steam. No more energy. It is pretty grueling work. People only knew. I was just sitting in my office right next door to this, and my phone was sitting on the desk, probably two or three feet away from me. And all of a sudden it starts ringing it and I answered it. And this is my personal cell phone. And, uh, the guy's like, uh, yeah, somebody just called me from this number. And I was like, no, I, I didn't call you. I haven't touched my phone. He's like, well, somebody called me from this number. And this went on and on. Like he just kept going back to this. And it's like, I didn't call you. Leave me alone. What is... He wouldn't drop it. No, he wouldn't. And who does that? Like when you get a call on your phone and I don't know, the person doesn't leave a message or whatever. Do you call the number back and go, hey, who called me from this number? Not once. No. Not ever. If it's really important, I assume they'll leave a, leave a voicemail. Yeah. Although now my voicemail is almost entirely filled with blank messages. Like, <laughs> oh, I know go, what you mean. Yeah. Oh, or I get something in like Korean or something like that. Like I... No one has left me a real voicemail in I don't know how long. Yeah, it's nuts. Like, I, I just don't understand what this guy's deal was. And it was like, I, I even said to him, well, what number was it? And he told me the phone number. And I said, that's not my phone number. And he goes, well, somebody called me from that number. I'm, yes, but that's not the number you just called. <laughs> just <laughs> so, a dog with a bone. Oh, my God. He wouldn't drop it. And I'm like, <laughs> after finally... I just hung up on the guy because it was like we were getting nowhere. But I'm thinking to myself, who who does that? Like, is the guy, who's he expecting a call from? Like a potential employer, maybe, calling him in for an interview or what? If that's the case, you need to adjust your attitude because you were quite belligerent. Oh, my. That will not serve you well. Or the other thing is, is maybe he was waiting for a phone call from... Uh, like a surgeon or a hospital who is like, yeah, we found some suitable lungs for you. If that's the case, they're going to leave a message because they don't want those lungs just spoiling in a lunchbox. Yeah, that's not so, something they're going to leave open-ended. No. They, so. they need a conclusion. <laughs> yeah, and if yeah, oh. if you call a phone number you don't recognize, mm-hmm. kill them with kindness. That's what I always say. Yeah, why do we get so defensive. Tell me why this phone number was on my phone. Yeah. Or when you accidentally call a wrong number, when I accidentally call a wrong number, we're instantly, well, this is the number I was given. (laughs) Like we can't admit that. Like, are we all walking around thinking that we're so perfect in every way that the possibility of dialing a a number incorrectly is just something we would never do? I don't don't understand it. Seems like quite a hassle. Anyway, he rattled me. He rattled me. No like wonder still, you're flustered. He probably, he's probably somewhere right now. That guy totally phoned me and he just won't admit it. 
He's probably on some alternative podcast right now being like, you won't believe what just happened to me. Probably. I called his phone number back. Guy wasn't helpful at all. Yeah, he wouldn't tell me who he was. Because <laughs> that was another thing, too. Who is this? I'm like, I'm not telling you who this is. Ugh. Okay. So you're rattled about that. Yeah. I'm rattled because we just got the email, the official word. Oh, people are coming back to work. People coming back into the building. I'm sure there's a lot of places where people are fully back. And you're probably listening to this going, what? You, It has been no. just skeleton crew here for over two years. Yeah. They're coming back in May, it looks like. So that will be 26 months of most of our staff have not been in this building. And we're in... I would, yeah, we're in a massive facility. Like we're in a big building with lots of empty offices and empty studios. So yeah. it's been kind of, we've had all the room. We're in a space built for like what, 100, 120 people? Yeah. And, and there's, right now, there's probably six of us in the building. Yeah. That would be the peak time, I think, between six and eight people. Just as the on air shifts are all kind of crossing over, you might see that many people in the building. It's bare bones. And to think yeah. that in a month, people are going to be back in here. Walking in our hallways, touching our stuff. Breathing our air. It's gone on too long. I've uh, gotten too used to the quiet and the space mm -hmm. that I am actually kind of fearful of the return. And it's going to be weird because there are going to be people who come back in that we've never met before. Or people that we've worked with for years who are like, oh, God, I can't remember your name. Some people that might be unrecognizable. How do you mean, Bryce? <laughs> Please explain. Two years is a long time. A lot can happen. I know. There's probably also people that I think work for us, and then uh, when everyone comes back next month, I'll realize, oh, they don't work for us anymore. Yeah, you'll call for them in a meeting. You'll be like, uh, is Kevin here? And somebody's going to have to go, uh, Kevin got let go mid-pandemic. Yeah, he's been gone for two years. Oh. <laughs> so it's going to be weird. It's going to be a weird adjustment. And I saw that. I think people downtown in Edmonton, downtown Edmonton just started to really welcome people back this week. Yeah. So it's weird. So I guess some people are, some people have waited, but 26 months between. Like, you want to be the person on the exterior who's like, oh my God, I can't wait for all my coworkers to come back. I've missed them so much. But on the other hand, you're kind of like, <laughs> really? Do you, do you have to come back in the building? Are you sure you want to? Or? Yeah, we've had primo parking for two years. Well, not me. Some Yahoo keeps taking my spot. Oh, that's right. There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Bryce has actually sent several emails now to management. Yeah, no one seems to share my concerns. That at 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the morning when you get here, there's somebody in your spot? Yeah. No I don't even know who care. that person is because there's no one else in the building. No. I think it's an abandoned car. They just leave it here. So these are all the frustrations we have. You with weird ghost, weird mystery callers. I can't believe how much that guy, like it would have been fine if he would have just dropped it after the first, I didn't call you. But no, he just kept badgering. It's like. No, you're wrong. I'm right. I'm right. And he had that kind of tone to him. He spoke to me like this. Like, are you a cop? That's what I should have said. I was trying to call your mom's house. <laughs> oh, that's what I should have said. Where were you 15 minutes ago? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Bryce, you know a lot about business. Oh, yes. I know a lot about business. Yeah. You know, projections, EBITDA. Spreadsheets. Spreadsheets. Oh, yeah. Spreadsheets for sure. I call them presentations, not presentations. Because yeah. that's what you do in business. You actually look like um, a model out of stock photography in a boardroom. Sleeves rolled up, tie just slightly undone to 
give the illusion that you're here to get some, you're here to get dirty, but not too dirty. And I'm always laughing. So, you know, that I also party hard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, that's how you do business. That's what Bryce looks like. Businessman Bryce. So yeah, we were talking, I don't know, about business ideas, especially for people who may lack motivation. Okay. Who don't want to move too fast or too far. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. This is the Garner Andrew show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. You like to sit and watch TV, right? Pretty good at it. Yeah. Don't want to brag. But I was just thinking about, we were talking earlier about things that you have to wait forever. Like maybe you're standing in line to get into a restaurant. Maybe just, I'm just horribly impatient. I do not like waiting for anything. I need instant gratification. I need to go to 10 and I need to be at 10 right now. And the one thing that we waited a long time for is we ordered new furniture back in, I think it was August. We got a new couch and a new chair for our living room. And um, it was August. It was delivered sometime in March. So what is that? Six or seven months, maybe? That's ridiculous. It's a long time. And then they brought it into our living room, (laughs) took all the packaging off, and I went to sit down on the couch. It's like sitting on a stack of fence posts. It's not comfortable. It is not. I would not have bought an uncomfortable couch. I will take comfort over style any day. The one we tried in the showroom was beautiful. It was like melting into a giant marshmallow. This one is not. So I started thinking to myself, maybe this is a career opportunity for people who just like to lay around and sit around, like um, a furniture breaker inner. So you leave your house every morning and they show up in their pajamas and they just sit around all day. I'm gonna take it up a notch. Okay. At first, your couch is not going to be delivered to your house. It's going to be delivered to my specialty warehouse. Okay. And once in the warehouse, I will spend day and night sitting on that couch, breaking it in Okay. to your level of comfort. But I do, see, I feel like you won't, it has to be in my house because you need somebody to break in the parts of the couch that have the worst angle, the worst view of the TV. Nobody will ever sit there. That part will never get broken in. So you need somebody to sit on the uh, the side of the couch that's next to the drafty window. <laughs> like the furniture breaker in or shows up at your house, like just as you leave. And then right before you come home every night, they disappear. So you never have to see them. You see, here's the artwork in this. Mm-hmm. Is the part that uh, no one's going to sit on. That's the part that only when you have company over, they're going to sit on that part of the couch. Yeah. And uh, maybe leaving it a bit uncomfortable. Oh, they won't overstay their welcome. Yeah. Maybe it gets them out the door a little faster. You know what would be really funny, too? If your name was Terry and you called your business Sedentary Terry Furniture Breaker Inner, that would be rock solid. That's pretty good. That would be good. Okay. It'd be a mixture of sitting, laying, napping, wide awake, watching TV, reading, Mm. just going on your phone. Furniture Breaker Inner, it is a job. It is a career opportunity for 2022. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Welcome to the Garner Andrews Show, a show starring you and your giant brain. Because you are right on board with uh, our latest business venture over here. We just started talking about there should be somebody you can hire to come to your home while you're not there. And they just wear pajamas and they they just break in your new furniture. Like they break in that new couch. Because does anyone get a new couch and they deliver it and you immediately melt right into it? No, it never feels the same way as it did in the showroom when you picked it out. So, um, I don't know, furniture breaker inners. 
And I suggested a few minutes ago that this would be a great business for a lazy person to start, but I don't think you're supposed to use the word lazy anymore to um, describe people. I don't know what the correct term is. Alternatively motivated, maybe? Uh, somebody said, but what happens if the person that breaks in your couch is physically or has a physically wider bottom than you do? That would just ruin it because it would go from being hard to being the wrong size. I bought a truck from a guy that was 200 pounds bigger than me. I had to change the driver's seat because it was so uncomfortable. I never thought about that. I guess you would probably pick furniture breaker inners based on uh, being the same size as you. Somebody else says, what about a furniture tenderizer? Like one of those old school handheld back massagers. Well, you could just go to town on it. Or a big meat mallet. Or some roller system. Maybe not as appealing for the lazy people jobs. But, uh, again, it's not lazy. It's alternatively motivated. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Yeah, a couple of people were knocking me down earlier this morning for my latest million-dollar idea. The uh, furniture breaker inners. Like, you buy a new couch and it's horribly uncomfortable. It's not the same couch that was in the store that sold you on the couch. And now you've paid a ton of money for this thing and it's unbearable to sit on. So you hire people to come to your house while you're not home and they just sit around and watch TV all day. You don't have time to break in a couch. No. Furniture breaker inners. I think it's a great job for, um, again, you're not allowed to call people lazy anymore. What uh, alternatively motivated? <laughs> Frequently tired. <laughs> uh, hang on, hi. Uh, job opportunity would be a uh, driving partner. A driving so somebody, partner. Yeah, you just somebody that just drives with you as a passenger, so you're not alone. Oh, but don't you enjoy being alone? Sometimes, but I mean, the drive to Calgary and back would be nice sometimes with a partner with somebody just to, to chit-chat through and you just drop them off at the end and you don't have to worry about them getting home or anything because they're just going to get in somebody else's car and drive around and talk for another three hours. So that's the entire job is just riding shotgun on the highway. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's a, maybe that's what we're talking about here today is jobs for lazy people. Right? What's, what's better than just sitting in a car, picking up some road snacks, and going for a drive? Yeah. I don't know that this is something... That's not somebody I would ever employ, because my favorite time is the time alone on the highway, so... But how but, much can you spend alone? Uh, you would be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, there's probably other people out there like you who are super sociable, and they just want to chat for three hours. Yeah, and it's better than talking on a phone. Hmm. I don't know, but what if the person that you hire to ride shotgun with you to Calgary, you know, you're into true crime podcasts, they're into, like, historical podcasts? Boring. Someone texted and said, that's called a hitchhiker, Uh, which is true. It's a similar (laughs) role as a hitchhiker, but with this service, you get a 95% chance of not being murdered. Whereas with a hitchhiker, I don't think the odds are that high. No, no. You're listening to the Garden Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. You're talking about alternatively motivated jobs? Yeah, we're not allowed to call people lazy anymore, so. Yeah, but I'm wondering, um, a cool job that I actually would like 
um, is where you would preview movies for people to tell to be able to tell them whether or not it was a fit for what they were looking for. Right. Oh. So you would, your job would be to just watch movies and then be able to match it to people's interests and um, determine whether or not it would be good fits for them. Okay, this so is don't waste their time watching movies they don't want to watch. But you're like a personal shopper, but you're picking out movies for your clients. Oh, this is good. That's right. This is yeah. real good. Yeah. So can I get in on that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's who is this? It? Who is this? This is Kim. This is Kim. Kim, congratulations! <laughs> you just got twenty five hundred Garner Andrews show points for having a giant brain. Woohoo! There are actually people that get paid by the government here in Alberta and their entire job is to watch movies and uh, rate them restricted adult I don't I don't even remember what the ratings are anymore it's been so long restricted is one of them right Uh, but that's their job they just get up every day go to work watch movies all day put a rating on them that'd be a good job it's the Gar Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, everybody is on board with Kim's idea from a few minutes ago. She said, what if there was a job where all you did was watch movies all day so you could recommend them to people? Like you like had Roger Ebert. Uh, maybe a movie reviewer, but no, you have private, like you're a... Uh, like a sommelier. Yes, you're a sommelier for private citizens. They employ you to watch and pick stuff out. So they don't waste all that time staring at the Netflix menu. You're a Somala. Yay. Wow. Picking good movies. That's pretty good. Somali yay. <laughs> uh, somebody else said, oh my God, Kim just won today. I want that job. That's amazingly brilliant. I'll bet she's beautiful too. Tyler. Wow. Oh. Huh. Love connection. Sparks. Uh, on the other hand, poor Arden. Like Arden was, he was pretty convinced that he had a million dollar idea for lazy people. And that would be you hire yourself out to ride shotgun with people who are traveling alone on the highway. Uh, I put up my hand immediately and said, I will never employ this service. (laughs) You said the same thing. No chance. And then every single other text is along these lines. I would never employ the shotgun passenger service. I love being alone. Yeah, I think you have to enjoy some alone time now mm-hmm. and again. What better way to do it than when you're driving through the prairies? His heart was in the right place. Yeah, yeah. We can't all be home runs. Oh, hang on. Here's somebody. Uh, this is Kay. What if that shotgun passenger was a psychology student? Maybe get some cheap therapy while you're rolling through Gasoline Alley? Might appeal to us loners. Okay. There's one person who might take you up on that, Arden. Don't give up on your business idea. Don't give up. Might not be a million dollar idea. It might be a $50,000 idea, but it's an idea. Our idea earlier this morning, though, for the ultimate job for lazy, alternatively motivated people is furniture breaker inner. So people like me who have a horribly uncomfortable brand new couch, you would just come to my house while I'm not there and sit on all the parts of the couch all day long and watch TV. This could probably go on for a couple of months. Yeah, because we prefer the human touch mm-hmm. to that instead of the, the Ikea machine that does it. Yeah, the Ikea robo-ass. I don't even know if they... Maybe there's a warehouse of those somewhere that I could buy. You need the warmth of a human hiney. I think so. That's what I always say. Yeah, which is also the title of your fourth saxophone only. <laughs> the warmth of a human hiney is album number four from Bryce K. He just needs to learn how to play saxophone 
and then he's going to do all of those albums. And Pan Flute. Yeah. Hungry for Smooches is the first one, though. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm still Followed working on that one. Hard Butter. I can't remember what the third one is, but uh, The Warmth of a... Human Heine. Human Heine is album number four. Yeah. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody just said, you would have to think... Oh, this is from Heather. You would have to think that somewhere there's a laboratory where someone is testing out pillow top mattresses. Someone has to make sure beds are comfortable, right? How do you get the job as a mattress tester outer? Because I would like to submit my resume. You know what? We have talked about that in the past. You really would have to think that it is somebody's job to test mattresses. But I think when we talked about this before, we're like, how did you, how would you make sure you could sleep for eight to 10 hours a day? It would be hard, especially if you slept all night. Like, obviously, you'd have to adjust your sleeping and sleep at work because you're a mattress tester, but maybe you accidentally fall asleep at home. Then you combine that so you're a mattress tester slash cough syrup tester. So you down a bottle of cough syrup and then you hit the mattress laboratory. Two birds, one storm. You'd be sleepy for eight to ten hours for sure, and then you could give a proper report. I don't know. Is that a real job somewhere? Master mattress tester outer? You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. This person says, I got hired to count telephone poles all over BC back in 2007. Easiest money I've ever made. I got paid $2 a pole. $2 a pole at like 100 kilometers an hour. That's a lot of poles. And I wrote back and I'm like, I need more details. And the person said, there were a few other tasks, but that was the gist of it. Occasionally, I had to get out of my car to get the pole number off the pole to prove that I was there. One pole was in the middle of a herd of cattle who wanted to play. I didn't know that, though, and thought they wanted to kill me. I've never run so fast in my life. Wow, okay, telephone pole counter. That's a real job that we can all aspire to. 10029, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can call Sonic 2 at 780-423-1029. Somebody said, I would have to say that any job that are for testing products would have to be easy. Food tasters, video game tester, etc. You just need to try food to see how it tastes. It usually doesn't require any special knowledge in food and especially baked goods, and a video game tester speaks for itself. I know there are video game testers out there. Sometimes they get in touch with the show and they say it's way harder than you think. Uh, I know nothing about video game testing, but I would, it's one of those things that you would get hired as a video game tester because you love video games or you're good at video games. So then what? You come home at the end of the day and... Do you play more video games? Or is that like bringing your work home with you? Wouldn't you be over it? Because I know somebody that got a job as a ski instructor and it kind of ruined skiing for this person for a while. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.